Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. In this episode, we are going to talk about the best foods to eat for weight loss. Yes, every magazine cover is smathered with certain foods that are going to help your body burn fat. Diet books have lists of foods to avoid and foods that are must-haves. We are so bombarded with lists and ideas about things that we should and shouldn't eat that it's really clouded our ability to make a choice for ourselves. Even the decision to eat kale could be weighted down by worries about it being local or organic or a dozen other things that we're concerned about. And yet, in searching for the best foods to eat for weight loss, we miss three super duper important factors that are going to dictate whether that food actually helps you lose weight or not. We're going to dive into those three points so you can make an empowered, inspired, and smart choice about the foods that you decide to eat or not to eat because ultimately you are the one that should be calling the shots. Nobody knows you better than yourself. So the first thing, the first criteria for food that you eat for weight loss is it has to be food that you like. I know, I know you're cringing because you're thinking about all of the junk food that you like to consume. Brownies and butter and buttered rolls, (laughs) they're all dancing through your mind. And yet, If we choose to only eat foods that we dislike, we're going to end up unsatisfied and eating foods that we're trying to avoid. Ultimately, holding something at arm's length only makes us want it more. You've experienced that before, I'm sure. Even if a particular diet cut off a food that was on your mm, so-so list, it started to look really, really appealing, and it was hard to avoid having it and to stop thinking about it. It was totally working against you. And yet when you enjoy the food, you walk away from the meal mentally satisfied, able to move on without thinking about food, which is pretty amazing and what we're all looking for, right? Another thing that you want to keep in mind is that the only time you eat certain foods that you really enjoy is when you're in overeating or binge mood or off the all or nothing eating track. It's going to be really, really hard to stop uh, binging because you would like those foods and that's the only time you get them. So by bringing them systematically into your daily meals or weekly meals, they'll begin to start losing their pool and become just another food. So that's the first criteria for foods that lead to weight loss. You need to eat foods that you enjoy. The second one is actually going to help calm some of your fears. We need to eat foods that make us feel great. And this could be the type of food or the quantity of food. Now, in order to lose weight, we need to move more, to be active, to be energized, and not in a place of stress and where we're not sleeping so well. So this would probably mean that it would cut out eating strictly fast food or strictly processed carbs with loads of sugar and hydrogenated fat. 
you would feel like a lump on a log and you wouldn't be very inspired to get up and move and and sort of live out the calling that God has on your life. What foods make you feel great? Now, this doesn't mean that you would only be eating quote unquote healthy foods all the time. This may include a modest portion of richer, sugary, or less healthy foods, and that's totally fine. There's an amount of these foods that feels okay for you. For example, let's say you go out to dinner and you're really craving a burger and fries. Those are foods that you like, right? The point number one. But you realize that if you had a meal of burger and fries, you're going to feel physically lethargic, your body's probably going to just want to take a nap, and mentally you're not going to feel so great either. So you make a choice of marrying your wants with your wisdom, and you choose to get a salad and split a serving of fries with someone else because that night the fries sounded a little bit better than the burger, but you assured yourself that another time you could go and split a burger or have part of a burger with a salad because that would also help you feel really great. You finish your meal, you don't go home and binge on unwanted food because you're mentally and physically satisfied, and hey, maybe you even feel good enough to go for a walk afterwards. You are winning because you chose foods that you like and foods that you make you feel awesome. It may help you to take some time and just jot down different foods that you like and see which ones make you feel great as well. And you can check off things that like, uh, I do like that, but every time I eat it, I feel like garbage and I just crave more and more and more of this food. And that list will change over time as you get more proficient at moderating your choices of certain sweets and snacks that aren't held off at arm's length. You'll be able to eat smaller portions where you don't feel so yucky. But for the time being, you may decide to avoid certain foods and that's totally okay. If it's your choice and it's not an outside rule that it feels like it's creating a list of good and bad foods. It's not that it's bad, it's just something I'm not gonna have right now. So the third thing that makes a criteria for food that leads to weight loss, right? These, this sort of untraditional list of weight loss foods is that it needs to be something that satisfies you physically. So we mentioned foods that you like, so that's mental satisfaction there that curbs the desire to keep eating because you had something that you actually enjoyed. <laughs> the second point was something that makes you feel good, but then also you need to be physically satisfied at a meal. And that's important because that point will help you eat less calories or energy on and, and still feel great when you walk away from a meal. So this is where nutrition comes in a little bit. We're going to be talking about sane nutrition here, where it's smart, but it's not rules-based. It's education, but it's not weighing you down with all of these unnecessary rules. Smart, sane nutrition means that you're looking at amounts of food that are going to complement one another. When you look at your plate, you're going to want to look for, is there a carbohydrate source? This could be vegetables, it could be a potato, it could be bread. Is there a protein source? This could be beans or meat or a dairy product. Is there a fat? Do I have some oil, butter, nuts, seeds? A meal with all three of those components will help you leave the meal feeling satisfied. A bunch of either any of those probably won't feel so great. Completely lacking any, not gonna feel so good either. If you are a child of the 90s as well and you ate a massive meal with zero fat, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
All the protein and carbs in the world won't leave you feeling great if there's not a little bit of fat there to satiate you. And the same can be said for carbohydrates and uh, proteins as well. So choose a meal that is going to satisfy you physically, having the fiber, water, protein, fat, and carbohydrates in there. And that really is the criteria that we want to run through foods to eat for weight loss. They're ones that you like, ones that make you feel good, and ones that ultimately allow you to walk away from the meal physically and mentally satisfied. That's you can move on, let food be done. It's off the to-do list. You don't have to think about it anymore. And then you move on to things that are more important in your life. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S., If you're struggling to put the Lord before your weight loss goals, oh sister, you are not alone. I spent years so afraid to yield my weight and my body to God because I thought he'd want me to be unhappy in my own skin or to be honest, overweight. But the reality is, is that God wants you to be comfortable and confident in him and he wants to be first in your life. That's why today I want to share the Overcoming Weight Loss Idols worksheet with you. In this simple four-page little workbook, you're going to be asked some questions that really get to the heart of the matter so that you can put God before the scale so that your goals can be a result of your relationship with Him rather than being focused on the scale. Doesn't that sound like what He would want? I believe that's what he wants for you. So be sure to download it and dive in today. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.